Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Chapter 14. Family. I cowered into Jacob's side, my eyes scanning the forest for the other werewolves. When they appeared, striding out from between the trees, they weren't what I was expecting. I'd gotten the image of the wolves stuck in my head. These were just four really big, half-naked boys. I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And I'm Julia Artie. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight in Quarantine. Yeah, that's one of my pieces of genuine enjoyment. Half-naked boys? So much nudity. I thought you hated the shirtlessness. Why are you going 180 on everything? (laughs) I have moods. (laughs) No, now the shirtlessness makes more sense because it's now been explained to me. Got it. You just don't like being confused. I just don't like being confused. That is exactly right. Okay, should we remind people about what happens in the chapter? And by we, I mean you. Sure, yeah. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. Bella and Jacob meet with the werewolves. And then Jacob and a werewolf get in a fight. And they turn into werewolves. And Jacob is good at turning into a werewolf. And also is good at fighting other werewolves. And then Sam goes to manage the werewolf fight. And Embry and some other guy take Bella to... Sam's fiance's house, Emily, and then they eat breakfast and they talk about killing Victoria and Embry wins the bet. Great. You did great. Thank you. You didn't talk about the end of the chapter, so I'm going to do that first and then we'll see what I want to add. Sure. Pepper it in. Okay. Count me in. Three, two, one, go. So there's also like a strategy meeting about where Bella should hide from Victoria, and they've agreed that she should spend as much time as possible in La Push because that will like lead Victoria to them. But she should still go home at night when she's most vulnerable, which, you know, that's a choice. Emily cooks all the food and takes care of everybody, and it's like a very cute little family. They all get along really well. And yeah, Jacob, we find out why Jacob is shirtless all the time. Great. Loved it. Yeah, thanks. I totally forgot the end of the chapter, so it was nice of you to remind me. (laughs) Teamwork makes the dream work. Okay. Do-do-do. Breaking news. This is a bit of personal news. We hear that when the 
werewolves transform, their skin rips and you hear a ripping noise and then they turn into a wolf. And I just want to say, if I witnessed that, I would lose it. And like fur comes out. It's not only that it rips, there's like an animal inside. (laughs) So it's not just the sound. It's the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. It's really scary. Yeah. Wouldn't it be horrible to witness? I'm trying to imagine. Your best friend, me. Uh Uh-huh. My skin rips open and inside comes a furry little rabbit, but huge. I mean, a rabbit? Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Try something higher on my cuteness scale. (laughs) A whale. And then I plop onto the ground. (laughs) A whale? Yes. I'd be so into it. Wow. You have no regard for my human skin, so it sounds. No, within the logic of Twilight, you would then be able to turn into naked you again in like a minute. And to be clear, I'd be waiting with a robe. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So appreciated. Do you have breaking news? I do. My big piece of breaking news is that Embry sucks. What does he do? He at one point says, of course we should be able to beat Victoria. She's just a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Then he gets into Bella's car and is like, your car is slow. Like, he just really needs to put 1-800-BITCH-DID-I-ASK on speed dial. Mm -hmm. Like, he, at another point, tells Bella she looks terrible. Yeah. Breaking news, Embry sucks. Yeah, hopefully Quill will turn into a werewolf soon and then we'll get another nice boy. Yeah. And then my other piece of breaking news is like a final judgment. I am the judge sitting on the high court as to whether Bella is a dog person or a cat person. And most recently, I said I suspected she was a dog person because she was like, whatever, Jacob, you turn into a dog. That's great. But she is not a dog person. Evidenced by the very first page of this chapter because she was nervous to meet Edward's family, but she was not scared of them. She was like, whatever, I'm going to meet a bunch of vampires. Not a big deal. I should make sure that I'm wearing my floor-length khaki skirt so that they can try to like me. Now she's going to meet all these werewolves, and she's cowering under Jacob's arms. And I just, I'm like, okay, so you're not a dog person. Like, I would be so excited to meet all of these werewolves. Boop them all in the nose. Boop them all. Give them all chin scratches. Ask them to roll over so I can rub their bellies. (laughs) Just, you know, do things together. I'd be so excited. I'd be so excited. She is not a dog person. Whether she's a cat person is a mystery, but she's definitely not a dog person. Do you have any other breaking news? Do, do, do. My last piece of breaking news is something that I've suspected for a while. And it's that Bella does not have a moral compass. Or if she does have a moral compass, like it's true north is like my true south. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of this chapter, she's reflecting on something that we talked about last time about whether it's okay to date people who murder other people senselessly. And she she says, yeah, love's pretty weird. <laughs> if Edward just senselessly killed people, I'd still be into it. Yeah. The only thing I disagree with you on is to whether or not it's breaking news. It's more like <laughs> breaking conclusion. Yeah. The final conclusion, like the dog cat conclusion. Right. Like, it's not breaking. We've suspected this for a while. It's just confirmed. What's your moment of genuine enjoyment? So I don't mean this in a creepy way, but the nudity. I just think it's so funny 
how much naked there is, like, slightly off the page. But, like, there's just strewn clothing because whenever a human rips their body and becomes a werewolf, all of their clothes rip off of them. And I don't know why. I just think it's so funny that there are all these naked boys. Maybe it's because I think penises are funny. That I'm just like, there are all these penises just flapping in the wind. That amuses me. I mean, that led to a little question I had, which is like, all the werewolves get sighted all the time, but there have been no (laughs) reported nudist sightings. So what is happening? They can all go to jail for that, especially now with all of these like people empowered to do citizens arrest and wandering around the woods, right? Like they could all be prosecuted as sex offenders for running around naked in public. I know. It is weird that they don't have a system for this. How is there not like a best practice that you should strip before you turn into a wolf unless it's an emergency? Like, it's just strange to me that this hasn't been figured out. Well, don't worry, Vanessa. I figured it out and it's in my (laughs) advice section. (laughs) Oh, great. Did you have any moments of genuine enjoyment? I just loved the scene in Emily's house. I feel like I had been missing any kind of joy in these books. And like when she smacks Emery with a wooden spoon for being an idiot, I was like, oh, this is fun. Characters who like each other, having a good time, eating breakfast. Like what a delight. Yeah, but didn't you miss Rosalie? Like it reminded me of the fun vibes over at the Cullens, but I was like, where's the bitch who's like, a lot of this sucks. (laughs) I feel like this was way more fun than the Cullens house. Do you remember? Edward just brought her to his room and tackled her. Like that wasn't that fun. Yeah, I guess I don't miss the Collins house. I just miss Rosalie. Got it. I understand that and I sympathize. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. So, Julia, you said you have a solution to the nudity problem. I want to hear it. So my idea is that when they're in their human form, they wear giant belted moos <laughs> so that when they transform, just the belt rips off and they're just in a giant billowing dress that fits them as a werewolf. And then when they go back to being a human, they can just tie it up again. So they're always clothed werewolf and human. <laughs> And it's just the same outfit all the time. <laughs> My only question is why belt it so that they don't trip over it when they're yeah. smaller and human. I think it's going to be too much fabric for them to wear. It would be like a wedding dress, you know, like there'd be a train. They could also have those little loop 
things that they can put their fingers through. You know, like Cinderella puts her finger through the loop so she can waltz without tripping. Mm -hmm. They could just put a bunch of those over the moo-moo. That's a great idea, too. Wow. Between the two of us, we've really solved this. Vanessa, what's your first piece of advice? So my first piece of advice is for Sam, Yuli, and Emily. I am very happy that they are so in love. And I think that Bella is like super dramatic about like, I can't even stand looking at happy people. But like also PDA is gross and your house has like become the clubhouse. And so even though you're in your home, you're in public and people often make jokes when they feel uncomfortable. Like a lot of people in this room are making jokes about how uncomfortable it makes them that Emily and Sam are making out. Like, stop making out. It's gross. Nobody likes to see that. Do you think they're making out? I kind of thought it was like a welcome home kiss. And they're all just dramatic teens. So they were like, ew, mom and dad, stop. I don't know. It's like three kisses. Yeah. Beyond the first, I would say, call it a day. Yeah. And he, like, kisses up her face. Like, And it's like, (laughs) too many, too many. Yeah. Just a peck, everyone. Beyond that, save it for your discretion tent. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so that's it but I'm I'm happy that they're so happy they seem very happy Julia what other advice do you have my second piece of advice is for Bella who is so mean about Emily Emily obviously sounds like a dime she's super hot she has a lot of great traits she's friendly she's welcoming she cooks delicious breakfast for people and Bella sits there and is like her face is ruined she's no longer beautiful It's not symmetric. It's so rude and not true. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie talks about it slightly better when he's like, oh, it's a tragedy what happened to her, which like if you're not just talking about her beauty, obviously a bear attack is like not a great thing to happen. But then commenting on her looks as if that is a tragedy, like the attack is a tragedy, but the looks aren't tragic because she's still hot. Also, even if she wasn't, she still has a man who thinks she's hot. Hotness is subjective. She still sounds hot to me, I should say. Sam's so lucky. Yeah, Bella is just sort of trash to other women. I know, it reminded me of the whole Lauren's buzz cut situation. Yeah, like stop policing other women's bodies, Bella. Bad vibe. Just eat your muffin quietly in the corner. The delicious muffin she made for you. Yeah. Show some respect. What's your second piece of advice? My second piece of advice is to the whole werewolf community. It's fucked up that women don't get to be werewolves. Like women in certain denominations of Judaism can't be rabbis or like women can't be priests. And like I just can't believe that that's still a thing anywhere in the world. That, like, women can't have certain leadership positions. And, like, this werewolf cult is clearly, like, a leader of the community and a pillar of the community. And Emily is obviously just as awesome, if not more awesome, than any of these other schmuck kids. And, like, well, she shouldn't just be home cooking. She should be able to be part of the resistance. And, like, obviously, if she wants to be cooking, then that is her choice. But it doesn't seem as though she has a choice. I agree. I mean, women can do anything. Yeah. So that's my piece of advice. Werewolves, do better. Be better than the Catholic Church. Low bar. Yeah. It's like not even asking that much. Do you know what? 
Catholic priests sort of wear big moo-moos. So true. And they have the little rope attachments. Yeah. But so do Episcopal priests. So werewolves try to be like the Episcopal priests because they allow women to be priests. Okay, do you have anything in your Twilight Diary? At one point, Bella mentions that Jacob eats a whole large pizza by himself, and she applauds this as a example of his strength and largeness. And what I would like to say is that many, many self-respecting people, including myself, can eat a whole large pizza by themselves, and Jacob's not special. Yeah, you and I have crushed two large pizzas between the two of us. So what, Jacob? Me too. Yeah, no one is impressed with you. Further evidence. Women can be werewolves. We can eat pizzas. <laughs> Piece of evidence one. We can eat pizzas. I look great in a moo. You do. Do you have anything in your Twilight Diary? I do. People need to stop telling Bella that she looks bad. Like, Embrya's like, you look horrible. And then Jacob's like, you look tired. And then Charlie's like, you look bad. Like, we shouldn't be commenting on each other's bodies. Do you think there's a nice way to say... You look tired? Yeah, to not make it about their looks. Be like, hey, how are you doing? I'm concerned about you. Yeah, that sounds friendly. You don't seem yourself. I just think that sometimes you never know what's going on with other people. This really comes from once recently, like a year ago, a woman we both know told me that I looked great and it's because I had lost weight because I had endometriosis and couldn't hold down food. And so I was like, great, you're telling me I look great when I'm sick and that when I'm healthy, I don't look great. I just don't think we should be commenting on each other's bodies or how one another look. She was like, you look amazing. And I was like, I just finished throwing up. And these people are all like, you look bad. I know. (laughs) They don't even try to compliment. Okay, do you have anything else in your Twilight Diary? My other little note is it says that Emily has a skillet that is so big that it can fit over two dozen eggs for cooking for the werewolf party. Is she running an industrial kitchen in her little home? What is going on? Yeah, I don't have answers. Like, that seems like the best guess to me, too. I hope someone is reimbursing her. Yeah, I'm very confused about the logistics of this cult. I want to see the monthly cash flow statements. And I hope all of it is going to Emily. She definitely should be getting paid for her labor. The backbone of that community. Amen. Do you have something you want to put in Bella's care package? Boy, do I. I would like to get Bella a beanie, but like a slightly oversized beanie, so she can pull it down over her eyes when there's something happening that she doesn't want to see. Because a lot of things happen in this chapter that she doesn't want to see. People turn into wolves, and she's like, ah, scary. Sam and Emily kiss, and she's like, ah, scary. Then Sam and Emily are just like looking at each other nicely, and she's like, ah, traumatizing and so I think if she had a beanie she could pull down over her eyes that would really help her out that's so interesting because I have something similar I want to get her a word search book pause yeah how is a word search book similar to a beanie okay because you use it in the same circumstance she talks about how she's standing awkwardly in the corner of the house and she can just pull out the word search book and be like, oh, I'm I'm busy, actually. Like, I have stuff to do. I'm a very productive person. I have my own things. I don't have to be awkward. I don't have to watch you two get in a fight. I'm busy. It's like before cell phones, even though I sent her that Motorola razor, 
Like, you couldn't just be like, oh, I have people to text, whatever, whatever. So this is my alternative. Yeah. I feel like before cell phones, it was cigarettes. But I Mm. love that you (laughs) came up with word search book (laughs) because that'll make her look more cool than just standing there. (laughs) I feel like having a task in a situation where you're feeling awkward is really the best way to go. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? I think that Victoria... Emily and Bella are going to do a feminist uprising and they are going to realize that they have more in common than they do differences. And then Jessica is going to come and Lauren is going to come and they're just going to like be awesome together and they're going to stop hanging out with all these violent werewolf boys and boy vampires and kiss (laughs) if they want to. That sounds fun. And if the kissing makes Bella uncomfortable, she'll do her word search puzzle. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, Brunch with Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Adelman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan and I look great in a moo-moo. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by ACAST. Support us on Patreon. We have exciting new perks. Thanks, everyone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everybody. I'm dropping into your feed to let you know that starting June 23rd, you are invited to a class called Discovering Your Own Patron Saints, a guided workshop with Natalie Folkerts. In this six-session class, you will explore beloved characters from literature who have jumped off the page and made their way into the moral fabric of your life. The first week of this class, you're going to explore what we mean by patron saints, and then each subsequent week will be devoted to a different value, wonder, imagination, grief, and courage. If you are seeking spiritual guidance outside of the constraints of formal religion, if you are someone who finishes a novel and feels like you have said goodbye to new friends, then this class is for you. Register before the first class on June 23rd by going to notsorryworks.com. That's N-O-T-S-O-R-R-Y-W-O-R-K-S dot com.